In today's episode, we will be discussing whether or not you are prepared for a natural disaster or a calamity to happen. It might sound crazy, but you never know what can happen. Tune in to your support group. So, as we were saying earlier, just want to make sure that we're prepared for a natural disaster or calamity. Craziest thing happened Sunday. Sunday morning, we woke up and the water was shut off. Now, the bill was paid. <laughs> the bill was paid, so water should have been on. But a water main broke. And it got me to thinking whether or not we were prepared for a natural disaster. Luckily for us, we are a big bottled water family. We normally keep multiple cases of water on standby, so we were fine. We were able to brush our teeth and do a little spruce up. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was it was something until the water came back on. So my brain started, the cogs that's in there, the spider webs and the dust kicked off. <laughs> and I started thinking, like, what if something really major happened? Do I have the things that are needed? And so in my inquisitive mind, I wanted to go through a checklist and I Google, because Google is a wonderful thing. I came across this site called ready.gov backslash kit. And it talks about building a survival kit just in case of a natural disaster or, or some type of calamity. And so I went down the list and I want to go down the list with you guys to see uh, how accurate this is. Uh, no, we are not some doomsday or type family or some craziness like that. I just wanted to really go down this list and see whether or not maybe it benefits me or you. So the first thing on the list is water. Water, the, the fabric of life. Everybody needs water. I normally keep on average, like I said, a couple of cases of water, bottled water around the house. We love drinking bottled water. Everybody travels with a bottle of water. We're just a water, water, water family. And so if we didn't have water, we would probably go crazy. But on this list, it says water, one gallon per person per day for several days for drinking and sanitation. Now, I'm a man. If there's a tree, you ain't got to worry about no sanitation with me. But for the number two portion, I could see this being a bit of a thing. But I don't think I would waste my bottle of water for a number two. I would just have to find a nice log outside if you get my drift. I won't go too far into that. But for the women in the house, we may have to figure out another situation. But yeah, water definitely should be top tier when it comes to this. Food. Oh yeah, definitely. With me, I would say probably dried goods. And it says on here, at least three day supply of non-perishable food. So what I would probably do is I would probably have enough dried food or enough dried something, uh, beef jerky or something of that nature to last probably a month. I guess that that would be really miserable living off of beef jerky for a month or living off of powdered milk for a month. But once you're hungry, if you're hungry, you're going to eat it. The next thing on this list, battery powered or hand crank radio, NOAA weather radio with tone alert. So, hmm, you know what? Now that I think about it, those are probably really hard to find, but I'm pretty sure that Amazon probably has them for the low since they're not really big and popular. 
but the uh the the hand crank part the the battery power part will probably be easier to find on amazon but the hand crank one i, I seriously doubt it i could be wrong i'm not gonna look at amazon right now i'm talking to you so let's go to the next and that is flashlight yes flashlight it is but also too i would say candles as well yeah definitely candles i mean it could come in handy i mean it could save you from having to utilize multiple matches just in case you have to utilize a grill to cook outside you still got some type of ongoing flame going then also too your flashlight will help you at nighttime it's just the thing is you don't want to burn up all your batteries so I, I would i would say slash candles but flashlight first aid kit listen if you got kids you should have a first aid kit in your house anyway because my one-year-old i swear she has a magnet for accidents and so i always I, i'm just gonna buy her a football helmet but besides that i always have to find a band-aid or something of that nature extra batteries like i said the candle will kind of conserve your batteries, but you will need extra batteries or some type of. Now, I know my uh, friend Sam, he has a rechargeable flashlight, but you would need like some type of battery pack to recharge it. So extra batteries would still be something that you would need. Whistle. Whistle to signal for help. Hmm. I would say also to get a dog whistle because most search and rescue is led by dogs which sounds crazy i know it sounds crazy but if you got a dog whistle and a standard whistle say the building collapsed and you're down in the bottom i mean you're able to still move around but your survival pack is there and you're able to blow your dog whistle the search and rescue dog would would hear you automatically sounds crazy i know dust mask oh dude like Everybody should have a mask inside their house right about now. <laughs> Everybody should have some type of form of mask inside their house. Yeah, it helps to filter out the contaminated air. Because you got to think about some of these buildings that's been around since 1918 or something like that. That's a lot of lead paint and other type of fibers in the air. And you don't want to breathe that in. So you would definitely need some sort of dust mask or gas mask or anything like that i don't know where you would get a gas mask from well you may be able to get a gas mask from the army and navy store i don't i don't know if it would be official or actually work uh plastic sheeting and duct tape i'm sorry if this sounds offensive it's a lot of black people that still got plastic on their windows it's getting closer to winter time so that that would provide safety just in case you have to do like a shelter in place or something like that you can duct tape the plastic on the windows to keep some of the the fumes and different things out from getting into where you're basically sheltering yourself in in your family possibly at um, moist towelettes garbage bags and plastic ties for personal sanitation hmm so they basically saying in this list you need some wet wipes and some boo-boo bags no see I'm from the hood. We going to loop that thing and tie it and then sling it because we ain't keeping it with us. <laughs> no, no, no. That Yeah, we're going to tie that up right there and we're going to throw that into the woods. It's just sit there. Don't worry. It's biodegradable. Some animals will break it down or something. Some, some insects or something will break it down. Basically tools to turn off different utilities. 
and or to fix whatever you need to fix to make sure that you can survive through whatever it is that's going on. I keep uh, several tools around, whether they're in the house or in the car. I have tools. I can make it work. <laughs> A manual can opener. I know some people who you will go to their house right now who do not have a manual can opener. They only have an electric can opener. Listen, only thing you gotta do is take a knife, pop the top down, and then just do a saw motion with the knife. That's a survivor thing. It's also too, I didn't have a can opener growing up. That's how we opened up cans. So, <laughs> I mean, a manual can opener is good. It'll keep you from cutting your fingers. But at the same time, if you, long as you got a knife, I think you'll be fine. Um, local city maps. Yes, you do need that. Why? Because nine times out of 10, you will not have the means of charging your phone. You just won't. And so just in case everything is going haywire, you're going to need a, a way to get out of town or get to a safe haven or get to someplace. You would need a local map because a lot of y'all don't even know the streets that you live on barely. I mean, oh, yeah, you got to go right here to the corner. What's the name of that street? I don't know. I don't know. I just live around here for like 20 some years, but I don't know. Yeah. If you tell somebody to go to such and such street, they probably look at you crazy if you did know. So a local map will definitely help out. Um, also on this list, which is very intriguing, is cell phone with charges and a backup battery. Like I just said earlier, it's going to die. So you're going to need some form of a, a backup battery or something of that nature. Like I got like little small battery packs I keep around the house and I charge them up. I use them for my uh, PlayStation remote when I want to keep on playing without hooking it into something to charge. <laughs> yes, I, I, I really do that. The same one that charges my PlayStation remote will jumpstart my car. So I have a jump, a jumper connection for it that I can plug into it and it will jumpstart my car. But I've been really looking into like those little mini generators that have the, the solar panels to it. I've been seeing a lot of them on Amazon. I think they'll come in handy one day. Call me crazy, but I think a little mini generator will probably help. They also have an extended list with additional emergency supplies. So we already know masks, prescription medications. Now this is important for those out there with health issues. You wanna probably make sure you got your prescription medication with you just in case something happens. Because you never know when you may be able to get those medications like diabetics should have some type of insulin or something of that nature with them. I wouldn't say like almost kill yourself before you got to use the medication, but I would I would very much so not use a whole lot of it. I would try to stretch it as much as I could until I got to a safe haven or something like that, that I knew that I can replace that medication or that would refill that medication for me. Uh, prescription eyeglasses and contact lens solution. Listen, if my glasses got broken during some type of disaster or something of that nature, they'll just be broken glasses. I still got my eyes. I still got my fingers, my toes, everything like that. I just have a hard time seeing, but I'm going to survive for the little ones. Infant formula, bottles, diapers, wipes, diaper rash cream. You better find you some old grandmas that can make some stuff for their diaper rash cream because if it's a natural disaster some of this stuff may be hard to find infant formula that might be a little bit troubling 
uh, pet food and extra water for your pet. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like this: little Woof Woof will run free. It's nothing I can do for you, little cuz. I'm unchaining you and saying, go with the wind. If you stick with me, whatever I have, I will give. Whatever I don't have, I don't know. I got to make sure that the human beings that's with me are able to survive and live. And that's that. Sleeping bags or warm blankets for each person. You know, funny fact is I actually keep a blanket inside of my car during the winter time just in case of emergencies because you you never really know like your car breaks down the side of the road triple a may take uh 30 minutes to an hour to come and i got children so my first instinct is to make sure that they're nice and warm you just don't know whether or not the issue that caused you to break down may affect your uh, heating and cooling system in, in your car a complete change of clothes appropriate for the climate in sturdy shoes. I always keep a pair of boots. I would advise everybody also to. <laughs> and so if you have that type of stuff, I mean, you should definitely save it and it could be useful. Fire extinguisher. The roof. The roof. The roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Listen, <laughs> if I am sheltering in place, that's great. But if you got baking soda and a little bit of vinegar, you can make your own solution to put out a fire. If I am sheltering in place and I have the things that I need to formulate a form of a fire extinguisher or something to extinguish a fire, I'm not going to go looking for no fire extinguisher. Uh, fire extinguishers are fairly, especially the uh, ABC kind, are, are fairly cheap. My complex has one right outside my door. I can actually go outside my door and grab a fire extinguisher, but inside of the crib, I don't have one. Therefore, I wouldn't be running out there if I am uh, sheltering in place to get it. it. So I would have to formulate some type of uh, fire extinguishing, either fluid or put a blanket over it and put it out and smother it. Matches in a waterproof container. First of all, all your supplies should be in a waterproof container. Um, not just the matches, but they do make matches that can be wet, dry, lit, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Somebody correct me. But all your stuff should be in a, a waterproof, some form of a waterproof container. The next one on the list, feminine supplies and personal hygiene items. I'm not going to touch that one, but uh, yeah, you, you should definitely have those. Uh, mess kits, paper cups, plates, paper towels, plastic utensils. Listen, we're going to do this like the military. You get one cup, one plate, and one spork. Don't lose your stuff, and we will make it through. And nine times out of ten, if we got 18 pounds of beef jerky, you'll need all that anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Paper and pencils. Well, yeah, paper and pencils. And also, too, on that list is uh, books, games, puzzles, or other activities for the children. We can make paper footballs and play football all day. Yeah, to occupy time. And so with that said, it says maintaining your kit. Uh, after assembling your kit, remember to maintain it so it's ready when you need it. Keep canned food in a cool, dry place. Store box food in tightly closed plastic or metal containers. Replace expired items as needed. Rethink your needs every year and update your kit as your family's needs change. Now listen, I don't want somebody to be like, I need some Henny. So Henny needs to be packed in my survival kit. Look, if that is part of your survival, 
then I would say get you some little traveling bottles. <laughs> get you the little party bottles and be happy with that. Because you're going to want your wits about you going through this kind of thing. I know it may sound like a shameless plug, but you need coffee. And by the way, I sell coffee mugs. You should buy them. Um, your support group, the link is up in the description. Yeah, shameless plug. But coffee um, should be on that list. And tea if you drink tea. Because my grandmother always was a big tea person. I, I think tea just always finds a way to heal the body. Also, too, this one ain't for no uh, no person that likes to do drugs. And I'm not talking about the, the kind of doctor gives you. I'm talking about I don't want to hear crack should be in your survival kit. If crack is in your survival kit, then you got more than survival issues. <laughs> yeah, that I know. Randomness. That's typical me. I just wanted to run down this list with you guys because it really, like I said, Sunday's events really had me thinking, like, would I be prepared if something major really happened? And the answer is, eh, kind of, but not really. Remember what I always say. If nobody told you they love you today, I love you because I want you to survive just in case of a natural disaster. This is your support group. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, I'm Kenneth, and this is your support group. Thanks for tuning in.